Hey guys, it's the Super Review Show here. Welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag, coming to you live from the JK Ones again. I am joined by my good man, Bill Murphy. What's going on, everyone? Glad to be back. Hopefully you all are enjoying your week. And uh, by the way, just letting you guys know, we the best podcast. We, we the, the best, best podcast. Super Review Show at night. So, at night. Hopefully, and I hopefully. just want to let everyone know I'm finally over crying over the Yankees losing to the Red Sox last night. Just want to let uh, you all know that. What a bad game. I mean, sports oh, they checked them out, covered they covered that. So yeah, go me, Danny Boy, my my good buddy Danny Boy Reginald and Ross. We actually did a live stream last night on YouTube. If you want to go check that out, and yep, go watch check me them out. just just lose my absolute freaking mind. Yeah, so that's all right. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We're back, but we're back. So, Bill, back you again. Did... <laughs> we're back again. Bill, what's tonight's topic again? I forgot. Tonight is sequels that never happened. Sequels that never happened. Hello, and our people are already in the chat board. Bill, how wonderful is that? Hello, hey, hero of time. Board. How are you? Oh, hero of time. Our, our good, you. our good, our new friend, hero of time. Well, he's been subscribed for a while, but. Last year was the last year. Last week, sorry, can't talk tonight. Last week was the first time he appeared. Yes. Now, now he's back, back again. <laughs> he rose back. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Hopefully, all is well with you tonight, and and, and uh, hopefully, other people join us tonight as well as we yeah. are live once again on YouTube. Oh, uh, Matt Emsley, you might have some competition with Hero of Time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, Bill. Tonight's topic is sequels that never happened. So why don't you go into logistics of that, and then we'll pull up a couple examples, my friend. Okay, there were sequels. Okay, I think the title is pretty self-explanatory. Sequels that were planned, but they ended up never happening. Mm. I think that's, that's a very interesting topic, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very interesting topic, too. Because, so, you know, last if, if you guys watched last week, we did a... If you guys watched last week, we did a um. What did we do last week? We did um. Alt- alternative castings. Yes, that was, that was a good episode too. If you haven't listened to that, check us out. So we're still in the alternative world. We're still in the alt world. <laughs> we are still in the alt world. All righty. Why well, am I doing these weird hand gestures? I don't know what's going on. All right, are we all set, Bill? So, what's your? Fr- well, I want to let Bill go first because I, I got to tell you guys the honest truth. When, when we said this topic, um, we um, I got to tell you, we had such a hard time coming up with topics. So we're just gonna wing it tonight. Tell you the honest truth, we're just gonna wing it. So Bill, I do get some things in mind, and you're all gonna hear about them. Yeah. So Bill, um, what's your first pick, bud? My first one is okay. There's actually two in one right now. Um, there were actually two Batman movies that were actually that were actually not going to be made that actually ended up getting scrapped. Do tell more. Here we go. One was actually a movie called, let me pull it up. It was going to be called Batman three. Batman three. Okay. Batman three. But they, the working title was get this Batman continues. The Batman continues. Okay. Okay, so it was going to be another Tim Burton Batman movie. Oh, really? Okay. But 
Okay, for those of you who don't know what happened, here's what happened. Um, Batman Returns, which was released in 1992. Yep. Um, was, okay, guys, this was the 90s. Of course. And um, parent groups had a lot of power. And they were complaining that Batman Returns was too dark. Mm, okay. And there was actually a, I don't know if you knew this, I may have told you this before. I don't know if they do this anymore at McDonald's because one, I don't know because one, I'm freaking old. And two, <laughs> I haven't eaten at a McDonald's in God knows how long. <laughs> um, but they used to have toys to promote certain movies right i think they still do that they still do that i'm pretty sure well back in my day <laughs> um yeah but they originally they wanted to do a happy meal promotion for batman returns but I think seeing Danny DeVito as a penguin bite someone's nose off maybe isn't really the best movie to be promoting for children. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. But anyway, th- this would have the the title was gonna be Batman Continues. And Batman Continues. All right. Keaton was going to return as Batman. Well, as he should have. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer was going to return as Catwoman. Interesting. Billy D. Williams was going to return as Harvey, not Two Face Dent. <laughs> and and also, it was going to be it was going to have Robin Williams as the Joker, not the Joker, the Riddler. Sorry, as the Riddler. Okay. He was eyed for the Riddler. And initially, because he was actually, if if you remember her last week in 1989, um, in 1989, he was actually approached to be... Okay, guys, I am really sorry. I'm drawing blanks a lot tonight. Um, I fine, swear bro. to God, You're I haven't been drinking. I swear. Um, You're fine, bro. Okay. Anyway, um, he was supposed to be, but and but anyway, the role ended up going to Jack Nicholson, mm. and Robin Williams never got to be in a Batman film. Moment of silence, moment <sighs> over. And and then M- Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman was expected to return, and there was also supposed to be a Catwoman spinoff movie with- from this. Yeah, there was supposed to be a Catwoman spinoff. Oh, no way. I didn't know that. And Tim Burton was going to direct it, but then um, it, it it was in development health years, and then we got it in 2004. <laughs> oh. Holly Berry. That's wonderful. <laughs> and now, I, as I think about it, I'm going to sit in the corner and cry. Oh, my God. But anyway, um, and... Harvey Dent would have become two-faced. And here's something. Um, Marlon Wayness was actually contracted to play Robin. So they were going to put Robin in this initially. 
they were going to put Robin in the new one. Yeah. Interesting. All right. And and even though it never happened, Robin was supposed to Wayne was supposed to play Robin in Batman Returns. But Burton decided to keep him for a future film as there were too many characters in the story. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think me and your good buddy Eric actually fought about this when we were talking about underrated movies. And could have made his debut in Batman 3. But because of what was going on, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. Wayne has received a penalty fee as his contract allowed him the option to reprise. As of 2008, he's still receiving money from that contract, even though he never played Batman. Really? That it shows you something. Marlon Wayne is basically the is now basically the Bobby Bonita of films. For those of you who don't know who Bobby Bonita is, he was a player for the Mets and he's and he got some contract that he's still going to be receiving money till 2050 something, I think. Oh my god. <laughs> and my quick side tangent, my um my good buddy Mark Halpern, aka old ops guy, bud. If you're watching, shout out. Um yeah, I texted him. we always joke around on Bobby Manila Day. He goes, So how was your Bobby Manila Day, Mark? And he goes, It was terrible because I didn't get any of his money. But anyway, so why didn't this happen? Well, yeah, why didn't it happen, Bill? Well, like I said. In the 90s, comic book movies were not really about what fans wanted. Mm. They were more about what parent groups and critics wanted. And it did okay with critics, but the problem is the parent groups did not like Batman Returns. You know, this was that figure of the children era. When, you know, parents had to complain about freaking everything. Yeah. So what was going on is the stu is basically the studio. They wanted something. They basically wanted something more. Family friendly and something that was more marketable. And. Apparently here, I don't, I, I think I might be reading this right. Um, McDonald's, when I just told you about the Happy Meal thing. Yeah. Christian organizations were actually pressuring them to pull their sponsor from, re, from returns. For real? Yeah. Oh, wow. They were being castigated. Hold on. I didn't know that. Castigated means. But guess what? The internet exists. Of course. Castigated. Okay, cascaded, reprimand. Reprimand severely. Like they were putting a lot of pressure on McDonald's. I don't know if that, if they were like maybe threatening to boycott for their yeah. association with the movie. And, and I think the key license holders who, from McDonald's, like again, I could be reading this wrong plowed $60 million in the TV advertising on, on this. Oh, my God. That's crazy. So, so yeah, after... Even though they did do, do good at the box office, and but the studio, because a lot of the parent groups were complaining, so what do they do? They basically said, you know what? We need something more... 
we for bat after Batman returns, they're like, you know what, we need to do a safer option. So Burton was out, and in came Joel Schumacher. And a lot of the ideas were replaced, such as a lot of the ideas were replaced, such as Marlon Wayness as Robin, who still got paid until 2018 for this. He was then replaced by Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. <laughs> we all saw that went down. Yeah, but which I still think was a poor casting choice because he's supposed to be like 16. This kid is freaking old. The kid was freaking old enough to drink at this point. Yeah, Robin was an older Robin. He was like the on the cool hip Robin. <laughs> yeah. I will say this about Robin and Batman Forever versus Batman and Robin. The why he was such a whiny little bitch. It's like in the first one, I think you can understand more because oh, his totally. parents just died. Yeah. His parents just died. So, yeah, you can understand why he is the way he is. Right, of course. And, but Robin and Batman and Robin, Doug Walker, if you're watching this, this is for you. Here are his lines. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually how it went down. <laughs> and so they replaced that, and Burton's image was basically destroyed. And 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 yeah, um. So because of that, Batman Three, in a way, did happen if you count Batman Forever, but not Burton's. Not Burton's thing, like, again, Tommy Lee Jones was replaced by, no, Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent was replaced by Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face. Right. And, and, and Jim Carrey ended up playing the Riddler. And we all know that. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big bad bat? So, yeah, that is why Batman continues and ended up being Batman forever. And we never saw another Tim Burton Batman. And now we move on to a, if you don't mind. Of course. We move on now to a, another Batman film that, okay, you can argue that Batman 3 did technically happen. Right. But there, there was a film that was going to happen, but it never did. What was it? And that was called Batman. It was going to be a sequel to Batman and Robin. Oh, my God. So Batman 5, technically. This was going to be called Batman Triumphant. Let's see what, let's see what comes up for that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What is it? I'm... This just looks awful. <laughs> okay, so for those of you who need a history refresher since then, Batman Forever did good at the box office, but it got mixed reviews. Right. And the sequel, because, you know, Batman Returns actually did get mixed to positive reviews, but the studio and their infinite wisdom gave us the catastrophe known as... Batman and Robin. 
One of the worst movies ever made. Some of it's kind of funny. I will be honest. It's funny, but it's just, it's like, it's just, it's not like actually funny. You just laugh at how bad it is, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's bad. It's just a bad movie. But anyway. So what uh, was going to, who were the characters and what was going to be in Batman? It was going to happen. It was going to be called Batman triumphant. Apparently. George. George um, Clooney was going to come back. Oh, my God. <laughs> the worst Batman. Yeah. And he said, I never planned to be the summer blockbuster. Oh, wait, that was from Schumacher. Um, but, um, yeah, coming back was going to be. Clooney was going to come back. Um, Chris O'Donnell was going to come back. Alicia Silverstone, that was... Batgirl. That was Batgirl. Her inclusion was less certain. Mm. And the villains. Um, Oh, boy. Schumacher actually was going to... Actually asked Nick Cage to play the Scarecrow. They were going to have Scarecrow? In the late 90s, early 2000s, in the Batman triumphant film? Yeah, they were going to have Nicolas Cage play the Scarecrow. Did they know how bad that was going to (laughs) be? No, Joel Joel Schumacher went to the set of the movie Face Off and asked Nick Cage. And and starting the work called Batman Unchained, apparently not sure where triumphant came from. A 150-page script was sent out, was actually hashed out to be played by Nick Cage. It was going to be very dark, Schumacher recalls. And the film would apparently focus on George Clooney's Batman learning to conquer fear and confront the demons of the past. I'm sure Nick Cage probably politely told Joel Schumacher to F off. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but it doesn't really say what happened. But anyway... um, and they were actually going to have Harley Quinn. Oh, my God. Like, for real? Yeah, they were going to have Harley Quinn. And you know who were they going to have cast as Harley Quinn? Who? Either Courtney Love, which okay. would have worked. I mean, it could have. Damn it. We got we to gotta make another joke about this next person. We, we already went after her last week. Do we have to do this two weeks in a row? Madonna. Oh, my God. It's not the nineties uh, anymore. We can't make Madonna jokes anymore. Just looking at this fan poster looks awful. By the way, just a quick shout out, Joe Wiley and Little Lewis Little, Lewis Little in the chat board. Welcome. Just thank you so much. Welcome, guys. Welcome. <laughs> but yeah, this just looks awful. <laughs> oh my god. Jeff Goldblum as Starboard as Scarecrow. Hey, uh, uh, bah, 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 bah. Well, um, I'm Batman. Um, you are about to experience your uh, fear. Uh, don't yeah, be wrong. I love Jeff Goldblum, but seriously, Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, but um, yeah, Madonna and and Courtney Love were considered to play Harley Quinn. Oh my god! And and based on this poster, I mean, for those of you who are lich, uh, listening, won't be able to see it. But if you Google Batman triumphant, one of this poster comes up. It says that. It's the Harley Quinn costume is like directly out of the comics. It's nothing like Suicide Squad or nothing like 
you know, those films, but like Jesus Christ, they would have gone with like the, the funny, like really crazy costume. Scarecrow would develop a fear toxin with his plan being used to on um, Bruce Batman, turn him insane and get him locked up in Ar- Arkham Asylum. Oh my God. Batman's time under the influence of the toxin was intended to culminate in a show stopping cameo filled hallucination sequence. Like they also, they wanted to bring everybody back for this breakdown sequence. They wanted to, they wanted to bring back Tommy Lee Jones. They wanted to bring back Danny, Danny DeVito. They wanted to bring back Michelle Pfeiffer. There would have been a pretty all-star cast. It just would the movie probably would have sucked though. Yeah, this would have just been for the scene. And then I heard somewhere they would have had the, they would have had the ghost of Harley of Joker talk to Harley Quinn. Oh my God. Okay, this is sounding dumber and dumber by the second. Like the the fact that this would have been a movie is ridiculous. Just straight up. And the sins of Batman's past and his guilt. Oh my God, this is so freaking stupid. Like awful. Just Joel Schumacher wanted to tie up all the films, the Tim Burton films and his films building up to this moment. So, and also um, with um, Scarecrow, you know who I heard they settled on? Who? The rapper Coolio. Really? Oh, my God. And you know who was also in talks to play him? Who? Howard Stern. Really? I think this was just like, let's get as many celebrities in as humanly possible. Yeah, you're not kidding right there. Oh, my God. And, okay, now, what happened? Okay, this was being, this was actually being planned, like, before Batman and Robin was released. Batman and Robin caused this to get, to get binned, following the release of Schumacher's second Batman movie and the subsequent backlash. Um, they, the Warner Brothers executive, first ended up with the first draft for the next movie on his desk. A few days later, Joel Schumacher called Fish, I don't know, the screenwriter, who was recalled. Then I remember I never heard from the executive at Warner Brothers. I called many times, never got any response. And it was basically put on hold for a while. And a few scripts came and went. And then... It never happened. This is crazy. This just sounds awful. Like, imagine if this actually came out. It probably would have been worse than Batman and Robin. You know? It never happened, JT. It never happened. Well, thank God. Because then, like, literally six or seven years later, we got the Christopher Nolan Batman Begins, which was a completely better take on the character anyways compared to the... Batman continues and Batman triumphant never happened all right like i don't know maybe i would have liked to see batman continues at least i think it would have been good i don't know what you think i mean let's see i i honestly i don't really i mean i don't know i mean just by thinking about it looking at it like you know i think but at the same time the movies that we got ran its course 
And we got the films we got. We got Batman Forever, which was, you know, mixed received by critics, but made some money. But Batman and Robin was just. Awful. The less said about that one, the better. It, it, exactly. So. Just so, yeah, that's what happened. That's crazy, dude. What else you got, Bill? Just out of curiosity. Okay. Um, you know what? Let me let me give me one, one second, okay? Yeah, actually, no, can, can I can I do one and then we go back to yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, you do one. I was about to ask you to do one. Yeah. Oh, just really quick on the chat board before we move on to something else. A hero of time. Personally, I dislike all the live action Batman movies. Sorry, guys. Hey, dude, you're entitled to your own opinion. I mean, hey, you are entitled to hero of time. You are entitled to your opinion. And that is totally cool. I look personally, I am like there's certain movies that there's certain movies that everyone else loves that I just don't really like, and that's vice versa for me as well. Like, like I'll give you one. Like I'm trying to off the top of my head. Um, like a movie like like I love. Like I think personally, the best Star Wars movie is the first one. Is that everyone's case? No, a lot of people say The Empire Strikes Back. Me personally. It's Star Wars. All film is subjective, guys. You got to remember that. So, here with time, if you say, I don't like any of the live-action Batman movies, cool. It's fine. We're in, this is a judgment-free zone. Not to, not to rip off Planet Fitness, but... Uh, we did before, put them down. Yes, come on. Um, Bill, before we go on to our next time, I just want to talk about a sequel that is happening, but for the longest time, we thought we weren't getting it. Can I talk about that for a sec? Sure, go right ahead. Lethal Weapon 5. And it actually is happening, apparently, with Mel Gibson back and Danny Glover. That's interesting. Uh, so let me just do some quick math for you guys. Lethal Weapon 1 came out in 1987, and they made three sequels to that. And for the longest time, people were like, oh, my God, this is great. You know, where is Lethal Weapon 5 with Richard Donner returning? And like, you know. Like, where is Richard? Don- is Rich- where's Richard Donner? What's happening? And then finally, I think a report came out, I think about a, a little under a year ago, a little over under a year ago. Richard Donner at the age of, I think he's dead now, but like. Um, yeah, he just passed away recently. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, I mean, they're, they're going to have to find another director. But Mel Gibson and Danny Glover, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, are returning for A Lethal Weapon 5. Um, I actually had the privilege of meeting Danny Glover at Comic-Con my first year I went. In Which New you're York going, going to tomorrow. Which I'll be a plug. I am going to New York Comic Con tomorrow. Follow us on Instagram at Super V Show. I will be there live. Um, but yeah, like the thing with Danny Glover and Lethal, and Lethal Weapon Five and Mel Gibson, the two guys could pull it off. Still, to be honest with you, they really could. But at the same time, I mean, Lethal Weapon Five. It's been twenty three years since we got the last movie in nineteen ninety eight, and the fact that they're going to make a fifth one it boggles my mind a little bit but i'm like all right sure you have my i mean they tried a tv show of this franchise too but i I didn't really see it i didn't really get my opinion of it but hey give it a shot you know i mean i just wanted i mean bill you got you got my gears turning tonight my friend i'm glad you uh glad you brought this up but yes so for those of you wondering lethal weapon 5 is supposedly word has it it's coming out not sure when they're gonna have to get a new director because richard donner is dead he and has passed on. He is no more. He's no more. He has and ceased to be. He has expired and gone to meet his maker. He's a stiff, thrift of life. He rests in peace. If he wasn't 
something, he would be, he'd be pushing up the daisies. He's oh kicked the bucket. He's yeah. off the twig. He has run down the curtain and joined the choir invisible. This is an ex-person. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> Monty um, Python joke. Of course. Um, so, but yeah, Lethal Weapon 5, I, I mean, I, I would love to see one. But I can't believe they're doing it, to be honest with you. And I, I thought they would never do it because it's been such a long time since, like, it's been 23 years. Mel Gibson and Danny Glover have gotten older. Um, but, yeah, just a side note. I wanna, and, uh, yeah, I just want to mention that. Going back to the chat board for a second. But we got some activity in the chat board tonight. Ooh, I like chat board activity. Hero of Time just went through another comment out there. I just want to point this out to you, Bill. It's about the Batman films. He says, I understand, he's like, I understand that they're all films subjective and stuff like that. But I got to agree that the Schumacher Batman films are terrible and hearing about the supposed sequels are a nightmare. I com- Hero of Time, you and I are on the same page, my guy. Can I, I got to tell you two quick things. I'll make this fast because I know Go we got other shit to talk about. But um, Go ahead, and then we got to do with- more talk. With the um, Joel Schumacher thing, um, here's what I'll say about that. I I'll say Batman Forever, and I've said this before. I don't think it's that bad. Like at least Val Kilmer was trying. Of course, at least he looked like he was trying. Um, like I'll give him an A for effort, and also, um, yeah, and also um, the other the um, other thing is. Um, my um of the Thanksgiving company we're having this year, I've been given a list of things to not talk about. And I joke said, okay, well, here's things that 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 people shouldn't talk about with me. And one of them is the Joel Schumacher Batman films. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That actually is pretty funny, bud. It is kind of funny. Um so, but yeah, there's just a, this a side note about the Joshua. Hey, if you like them, hey, there are some people. I've read this. Billy, you're think I'm crazy. I've read reviews online of Batman and Robin, and some people have given, oh, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. I'm like, look, all film is subjective. You think Batman? If you like, no, I know people who like Batman and Robin. If you like it, like it. If you exactly, if you like it, great. If we, if you don't like it, great. It's all subjective. That's the beautiful thing about art. I say this all the time. Any other comments from Batman before we go to another franchise? I think we should uh, go to another franchise. What do you think? What's your next pick, my friend? Oh, it was up to me. Because um, I, 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 I said Lethal Weapon. I mean, that was my pick for right there. And it was really cool. Oh, okay. Um, what do you got? Okay. Um, give me one second. There is a superhero thing, but I kind of want to get. I kind of want to do some non-superhero thing for a moment. Just so Indiana we, um... Jones Five. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh God! What if that did happen? It is happening. You know that, right? It's happening. Like legit. You want to talk about it or no? Nah, nah. Well, you know what? I mean, we could talk about like what they could do with Indiana Jones and sequels and stuff like that. Because they, they, there was, it's such a sticky situation. I'm actually there. reading that there was a um, was that it? there was a, a going to be a sequel to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You know, you're. I'm so glad someone. I'm glad. I love you, Bill. You're amazing. Thank you. For I love you too, and I mean that in the straightest way possible. Uh, same way, but straightest way possible. No homo. All right. So here we go. So <laughs> Ferris Bueller's death. Can I chime in on this for a sec? You may absolutely ch- chime in on this. I think. I think I know what you're talking about when I when you brought this up. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is one of a is a classic from the '80s. It's a classic '80s film. The f- Ferrari, the girlfriend, Cameron, Ferris, whole thing. I got to tell you, 
when the rumors were going around that a sequel was going to happen about Ferris taking a day off from work, with flying after the Super Bowl commercial with Matthew Broderick taking a day off from acting, that Honda did with him. Do you remember that? Was there talk like, oh my God, is there going to be a Ferris Bueller too? A lot of people were like, huh, imagine if Matthew Broderick actually came back as Ferris Bueller, but as an adult. And plus, this is one of those films that a lot of people forget. The end of the movie, they set it up to be a, to have a sequel. Like the end, like when he, when he, the last time you see his girlfriend, she's like, he's going to marry me one day. And that left the door open. I mean, hey, if Mia Sarah and um, what's his name? Um, Alan Guck, what, what, Gluck, I forget his name. Um, and and Matthew Broderick want to come back to do a um, a sequel to Ferris Bueller's Day Off and have it like a he's like he's older he's getting away from his kids he's getting away from his job for the day that would be something I don't know if it's gonna happen I I, I don't think we'll see one to be honest with you but it would be fascinating to see a sequel to Ferris Bueller's Day Off Bill what do you think about that Okay um, yeah thanks for hijacking my pick. Um- <laughs> So um, I, you knew it was coming because the moment you said that, I'm like, that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. What do you I, I absolve you from your sins. Anyway, um, here yeah. were the ideas that they had. They were going to do a sequel about Ferris's first day of college. Okay. Or his first day of work. Yeah. That, that, that's, yeah. So <laughs> I just I said that maybe yes. would have worked. At one point, there was actually a heavy consideration to do a sequel on Ferris's 40th birthday. Mm, okay. When he's a motivational speaker and begins to go through a midlife crisis. That could work. That could have worked. Um, and he convinces his business manager to take a day off from work. And that was sequel. But then that was a sequel. But however, in 2009, John Hughes passed away. Yeah. Sadly. And that put the end to the sequel. Mm. Can I but, be honest? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what were you going to say? I was, saying, I was just going to say, I would love to see a sequel to this. Like, because this is one of those few 80s films like that like you can't do a 16 Candles 2 or Pretty in Pink 2, like one of those like Rat Pack type of films. But you definitely could. You could. You could, Bill. You could try and pull some strings with people. Because this is a movie that people still have seen. For the most part. And just apologies for hijacking your pick on this one. You are forgiven. Um, Thank you, sir. And, so, and, this, yeah. and this time, instead of a Ferrari, it's a modern day Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Because when we talked about films that should get a sequel, we talked about on um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like, here's what I would think. Like, maybe have it, um, maybe this would be a little recycled to come to think about it. Think about it years later. Like not decades, but years later? No, decades later. Let's go decades oh, later. Oh, okay. All right. yeah, yeah. No, but now Ferris has a, a child of his own. That would be something. And maybe the kid does the same thing. Well, that's that. That's like the go-to Hollywood thing. Like, Let's have the sequel with the kid of the 80s iconic character. I would love to see. Like, they did that with, they were talking about that with Goonies. They said, let's do a Goonies too, but it's the kids for the Goonies. Yeah, no. and it could have been like the when he find when they find out the kid has skipped school, Ferris view, Ferris is the whole Ferris's parents like, oh, you're in you're big you are in so much trouble, young man or lady, whatever, whatever the whatever the child is, whatever gender the child is. 
Yes. Well, okay, let's say it's his son. You're in big trouble, young man. You are so grounded. Right. And then to be like, oh, like you never, like you never did this. And then Ferris Bueller goes, okay, I did. And then a nice conversation, and that's how the film ends. But I don't know. Do you think maybe that would have been a little recycled? That idea of having the kids do it of the 80s, like let's, let's say, let's say Molly Ringwald's daughter has a 16th birthday. That's that's so like I don't I wait to see that personally. I'd rather see like I'd rather see Matthew Broderick come out of his New York apartment and get signed on to do a Ferris Bueller's Day Off 2 and have it so he, he it's literally is him taking a day off from work and doing stuff on his own that way. That seems more appealing to me personally. But one of the because one of the big tropes that a lot of people hate in sequels is the kids of the of the characters from the first one have to learn the same lessons that their parents learned in the first one. Correct. But yeah, so do you think there should be a Ferris Bueller sequel? Do you think maybe it's a good thing it got scrapped? Uh, to be honest with you, I think that so much time has gone by where the world has gotten like into its own in the way it is now. I think the world, to be honest, Bill, I think the world needs a Ferris Bueller's Day Off too to lighten the mood, if you will, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That's me personally. I mean, I feel like I feel like if they did a Ferris Bueller's Day Off 2 with Ferris taking a day off of work, similar to what the car commercial was during the uh, Super Bowl halftime show, I think that would be amazing, personally. I think that'd be, that would be more, because I would hate to see, like, Ferris's daughter or son go through this. I'd rather just have, like, an actual, like, I'd rather have Ferris Bueller himself take a day off from work and, hell yeah, yeah, get his wife involved. Because, like, bring me a Sarah out of retirement and have her do it, too. And said, hey, remember that? And like reminisce, like, remember that day that we took a day off from high school? Let's do it again, but let's take a day off. But then again, do you think it's kind of recycling the first one just instead of a kid taking off from school, it's an adult taking off from work? Uh, I would say yes and no. I would say yes, it's recycled, but no, it's not that. It's not like it's a, a recycled idea at the same time. I think it's doable, to be honest with you. I think you could definitely do a sequel with like him taking off a day from work and, and bring Karen back as well. Like the, um, the, the guy, Alan, I think his name's Ruck, whatever. I don't even know. Alan Ruck. Uh, yeah. So like just bring all of them back and have them day off. Have them, have them, have them, have the three of them take a day off and reminisce about their day off in the 80s and go from there. That's what I say. That would have, that could have worked. I mean, because I would have loved to have seen, I would have loved to have seen um, Ferris take it out from work than rather his kid. You know what I mean? Because if you do the kid, it's such a cop out, anyways. Um, jump me over to the chat board for one sec as well, Bill. Um, Hero of Time, thank you for chatting, by the way. I think that if it was made today, it would have to be, it would, it would have been good, but either way, it would have been just as good. Not as great or better than the first one. I tend to agree with that. I mean, it's not like you're trying to reenact like the same like emotional feel of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and you could do it with like a, the right writer and director. But yeah, you know, that's, that's me personally. I mean, definitely a good comment, Bill. What do you think about that? Well, I'm sorry, what was that? He, a hero of time in the chat board says that I think that it was if it was made today, it would have been good. But either way, it would have been just as good, not as great, or better than the first one. What do you think about hmm. that? Interesting thought. 
Yeah. Thank you again. And thank you to everyone who's watching and listening to us, whether it's live or in, in general, you guys are amazing. We, we, we thank you very guys. We thank all the guys and gals very much for listening to us. You guys are amazing. Go, go you. Um, so anyways, for any other thoughts for first Bueller, my friend, cause I got, I got one of the chat board that's, that's itching for me to talk about it. All right, let's hear it. And I don't, and this was supposed to happen. Thank you, Joe Wiley. Ghost Rider hey. 3. Hey, Joe, two things. First of all, go Rangers. Go Rangers. And I hope you're recovered from last night like I am. I hope you're recovered because, like I was joking with JT before we go on, you could probably hear the screaming from my house. Oh, my God. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, we are big Yankee fans, and we're very dis- we're disappointed in their outcome. But hey, you know what? It happens. So everybody hurts. Michael <laughs> Skype, don't sue me. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, oh, Hero of Time, we'll get to you with you in a little bit. Bill, just read over Hero of Time's comment, and I'll get you guys. Sick. Ghost good. Rider three. Jesus Christ, what happened here? Right, there was supposed to be a trilogy of these films, but after I think Spirit of Vengeance box office, if I'm not mistaken. They just canned the idea of doing a third one. Personally, I don't think it's going to happen again. I don't. I. I it, it sounds unfortunate. It sounds uneventful. But I don't think Marvel is going to do a Ghost Rider film yet. Like you have a better chance of seeing Blade than Ghost Rider. Personally, because Ghost Rider one and two came out in what two thousand seven and two thousand twelve, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. So that the. Plus, Nicolas Cage played both in both roles. And, you know, the first one made some money. The second one did not do as well. And both were critically mixed and not that well received. So the odds of doing a third one, I mean, I don't think you'll see it. I mean, there there was talks of doing it to make it like, so he's in the underworld type of thing. And like Johnny Blazer or whatever, he's doing his thing, whatever. I don't don't know. This is a difficult one one to pull off i think now plus marvel has the rights back to ghost rider they received those rights back in 2013 so marvel studios has full control over the character um and apparently i'm just i'm just reading up on some stuff as well uh nick cage was he what he wanted it to be rated r he did not want this film to be pg-13 and i cannot believe that because, I mean, Nicolas Cage pushed for an R rating, but the studio is like, no, it might not make money. Because also, this is pre-Deadpool. This is pre-superhero movies making a lot of money, rated R-wise. So that's just my personal outlook on that. What do you, you think of Ghost Rider 3, Bill? Um, do you have an opinion of the films or no? I, I, the only thing I've really seen is the nostalgia critic reviews of the, of the Ghost Rider movies. Yeah, what do you got? But um, other than that, um, I did say um, but um, I I I don't know. Maybe if a Ghost Rider three would really be that good. I mean, because the first one I thought was was good. The second one I thought was uh, good. It was okay. And the th- but a third one, I mean, when you have quality going like this and then going down slowly, what's the what are the odds that the third film is good? I mean, look, and this is another conversation about comic films in general. How many third films in a franchise are good? Like, look at look at Batman, look at the Dark Knight trilogy, whatever people may say. The dark, the third one was probably the weakest. Um, 
X-Men three, the weakest one of the three. You know, like look at Men in Black three. Look at like the third. Once you get to a third film in a franchise, it's very difficult to keep the quality going good. Um, so that's just my humble opinion. Just go hero of time. Thank you for commenting as usual uh, so much. I just like the Ghost Rider movies, but I had someone enjoyed the first one. I mean, the first one was enjoyable for what it was worth. The second one, I don't. I mean, it was okay. I have it on Blu-ray, but that's because I wanted to watch it, and that was it. Um, you know, just my my thing about that. I mean, Ghost Rider, it could be good. Um, and Asm of Earth has entered the chat board. Welcome, welcome, Asm. Uh, good to see you. Um, Asm, any other comments? Buddy. Any other comments for Ghost Rider, Bill, before we just go on to our next topic? Because there's one in the chat board I think we could touch on as well. And what is that? Are, are you good on Ghost Rider? Yeah, I'm good on Ghost Rider. Superman 5 from the 80s. So let's, let's, do, let's do Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Now, this, and, there's one, and I want to specifically call out Hero of Time for this one. And Asim, we'll get to your suggestion in a second, too. Superman yeah, five. I the movie had some suggestions, so okay. We'll get. I'll get to you. I'll get to you after I read this, this comment. Superman five. The movie would have came out in 1992 or 93, and would have had Christopher Reeve return as Superman as well as Margot Kidder as Lois Lane. Superman would have fought Brainiac. I have heard about this. The sequel that never was made. That's very interesting, guys. Uh, Hero of Time. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, hey, it's good when you're getting their names confused. It means we have a lot of people. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. We're so popular. Uh, we're working on it. I got everyone spread the word, share us, love us. You guys are awesome. Tell your friends. Tell, Tell your, your friends. friends. Um, Superman 5, you know, to be honest, the first two Superman movies I thought were great. And then the third one came along. We're gonna act it. Look what happened there. Fourth one. Good God. The quest for peace. The quest for peace. What the hell were they thinking? I don't know. Um, that's my personal opinion, but I mean, Superman, bringing Brainiac into the late night in the early nineties would have been something I wish. I wish they made it Superman five, to be honest with you, they would have made like the quadrilogy set instead of like the, you know, the, the, the current box that they have out. That would have been something, but that's me. Bill, what's your take on Superman five? If they were to I'm make actually it, if they up, made it, excuse me, I'm actually reading up on why it never got made. Yeah. Talk, talk um, to us. What do we got? Never happened, and there are ample reasons why Christopher Reeve never performed as a Man of Steel. He performed for a decade, the first two suit. Oh, God, I hate when they give me too much background. Um, okay, can you go over to Superman for the quest for peace was a disaster? Can had other films on current. Okay, just give me one second. Um, despite their failure, the Phantom Planets did make Superman 5 at one point and embark and Ian Mark with even. Ken's plan was taken to an even cheaper route and cobble 45 minutes of unused footage from Superman 4 as the basis for a fifth movie. However, nothing came out of it, and Canning, which had read for Numa, pulled it in the early 90s. The movie writes because the movie writes, one of the reasons is the movie writes to Superman actually reverted back to the Salkins. Oh, for real? Yeah. Huh. So they basically lost the rights. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> Alexander and I, they wanted to write, they, which would have starred Christopher Reeve one more time. It took 19 years. 
like there was there was actually um like I think after the rights were reverted, there were maybe talks of it happening, but in 1995, Christopher Reeve's accident that paralyzed him happened. Oh, that that's that's true. But for those who don't know, Christopher Reeve at one point in his life uh, that which led to him to be paralyzed, he had a horse, horse riding accident and he landed on his neck. And it was and a very sad thing that happened to him. Died. He died a I think a, a 10 or so years ago. 2004. Uh, oh, more than 10 years ago. Uh, more, about, uh, more than 10 years ago. Sorry. Um, very interesting. Fun. This has been Random Facts with Bill. Random Facts with Bill. But yeah. anyway, um, when he um died, I remember there was actually a, a picture in the um in the there was a cartoon in the newspaper of yeah. Superman standing over Christopher Reeves' grave. Yeah, I mean the guy was iconic too in the role. And so. he said he was my hero. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yeah, because so basically, because there were rumors that the accidents, the one that killed the Superman five, they were planning this like before that happened. And um, so I think the one thing is they lost the rights. Mm, right. How can these people be so freaking stupid? Uh, yeah, right. To lose the rights. I know. It's, make sure you secure your rights, folks. Yes. If you make fun fact, if you make something secure the copyright and secure the rights. Because if before, because there's a lot of stuff going on in Hollywood today that people are saying like, oh, my God, you know, like the original rights, the original creators of Predator and Friday the 13th got their rights back to have uh, they got the rights back to Predator and Friday the 13th from the studios because of the copyright law. So that's a fun fact that's going on right now in Hollywood, too. Um, just over the chat board for one second uh, about some stuff. I would have loved to have seen it, but it was, it was tragic that what happened to Christopher Reeve, a hero of time. I completely agree with you on that. I mean, Christopher Reeve was an iconic, all-time great character playing Superman. And it's funny, Christopher Reeve played Superman, and before him in the 50s, there was George Reeves who played Superman. Which No is relation, probably. No relation, because Reeves and Reeve are two separate names, but yeah. Um, as, and a woman, Joe Wilder in the chat board, thank you so much for watching, Joe, of course. Uh, what about something current? Is Venom going into the category of sequels that never never happened? Ah, uh, well, Venom. We just got. We just just came out with Venom: Let There Be Carnage. I mean, I, I mean, are they going to make a Venom three? We have no idea at this point because the movie just came out. But um, I don't know personally. I, by the way, Bill and I plug for those who are listening and not watching. Look for our super review of either No Time to Die and Venom Let There Be Carnage or one of the other coming this weekend. We're going to be watching both of those films at some point this weekend. And we will so let for you a review. Hey, we're, um, we're going back. Yeah, we're, do, we're doing that. We're doing we're, two reviews. We're, we're going to go to the theater and we're going to actually watch the, either, probably both films at one in one day or one. We're not sure yet. So we'll Listen, it's only Wednesday. We still got a lot to figure out. I have a lot on mine. I'm going to Comic Con tomorrow. So it's the whole thing. And I'm um, and I'm and I'm still roughing and I'm still trying to rough together Thursday night gridiron tomorrow, which you should watch 7 p.m. over to Sports Insanity Network. Go check that out. Shameless plug. Shameless um, plug for Sports Insanity Network. But anyway, um, um yeah. But a- anyway, here's the the thing. Um, now can we go yeah. back to what I'm what I was gonna do, or do you still want to talk about Superman Five? No, we're going to Superman 5. If you want to go now, you can. Um, as I'm worth this, said something on the chat board too that we'll get to after yours. So go ahead. Okay. So you know what sequel, you know what sequel, um, 
you know what sequel was actually being talked about, but then got, but then got canned. Which one? Forrest Gump two. Interesting. There was actually because there was actually because for those of you who don't know, um, you're Forrest right. Gump no, I've heard about this. Yeah, was actually a book and. The movie took a lot of liberties from the book. Like, I'll give you a few quick examples. One, Forrest didn't graduate college. He actually had four grades and dropped out. And in the book, Forrest and Jenny never got married. Jenny actually ended up marrying someone else and having the child with, the, with someone else. So the book, the, the movie took a lot of liberties, liberties from the book. Yeah, and the person who wrote the book did not like the movie. Oh, I can imagine because it changed a lot of his his or her ideas. Did not like the movie. He did not like the movie. So anyway, what happened is is um, they actually did have a sequel planned. Um, they did have a sequel planned, and here were some of the ideas they had. You probably didn't want to know this existed, but guess what? You're going to know, and you're going to like it. You tell him, Bill. Okay. Um, Eric Roth is... Eric Roth was actually going to return to to write the screenplay. Okay. And... And because he, he did write a few other screenplays, such as Munich... The Insider, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, and also recently, the star, A Star is Born. Oh, the most recent one? Yeah, and while he was doing all nice. that, he was writing... He was actually writing the sequel to Forrest Gump. So here's where some of the things that they were going to cover. The... They were... As we all know what happens near the end... Um, Jenny, Forrest's beloved wife, dies of AIDS. Yep. Okay, AIDS is never mentioned, but it's the 80s or 90s. And she says she has a virus. You know what they're you know what they're talking about. Of course. You absolutely know what they're talking about. They actually wanted to actually have a they actually wanted to have a one of the things they wanted to have was that Forrest and Jenny's son actually contracted AIDS from his mother and everybody in Florida in where they live in Florida. Yeah, of course, Florida. Uh, defense to the great state of Florida. But anyway, they wanted to um they wanted to have a excuse me one second okay they wanted to have like everybody in the community freaking out over the kid getting aids and and about him being and about the kid being ignored probably based off the story of Ryan White for those of you who don't know the story here's a quick version Ryan White was a kid who got AIDS from a blood transfusion. And when it came out that he had AIDS, everybody in his town freaked out and they didn't want him going to school with their kids. 
So that was probably going to be loose. Forrest's son was probably going to be loosely based on it. And they were also going to turn racism in the AIDS crisis and turn it into a comedy bit. Yeah, uh, you know what? Maybe it's a good thing they didn't go that route. Another factor, too, Bill, if you knew about this, another factor why they didn't make a a second Forrest Gump film uh, was actually because the film, uh, one of the reasons... Because when I plug for shameless plug for a show that I used to watch all the time called AMC Movie Talk and Collider Movie Talk, those guys were great. They should have kept it going and they did not have burned it to the ground like they did. Anyways, a question a question once got sent in and said, "What about whatever happened to Forrest Gump too?" And one of the things they said was, 9-11 happened, and now it's a I'll different get to that. world." What's that? I was gonna get to that. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Sorry. We bro. swiped right. We swiped right. Let's go. We swiped right. No, not that we should be rejoicing over that, but we did swipe right. Um, Am I buying the popcorn on Friday night, or are you buying the popcorn on Friday night? <laughs> Let's see. We will discuss this later. We might have to do rock, paper, scissors for it. All right, deal. Sounds good. Okay, and in Rock Eric Ross sequel screenplay, Forrest was going to... There was actually going to be a scene that um, Forrest Gump was going to be dancing with Princess Diana. Oh, wow. But, of course, every famous that Forrest... Um, they were probably gonna. They would have, because they would, and they said they would have summed up her, her um, what you call it, her death is like in force Gump, like um, like if you remember how they described um, like President Kennedy's death, going one day when that when he was riding his car off the window down. Somebody shot that nice young president. And then years later, someone shot his little brother, too. Except he was in a hotel kitchen. Or right. John Lennon. One day, somebody shot that nice young man from England when he was coming home from, <laughs> from singing. Yeah. So they probably would have had Forrest Gump say, when Princess Diana's death say, some years later, that nice young princess died. Wow. And crazy. And maybe some some certain people should stay away from him. Not that I'm laughing at Princess Diana's death, but um Yeah. And they also would have gone, they also would have done something like the they also would have done something like the um they would have included maybe like the OJ Simpson case. Oh, they would have done stuff like that. Okay. But does a Saying that, however, Simpson wouldn't know that Forrest was hide. Saying that that um he would that that Forrest would be tossing the glove that O.J. Simpson had when he when he when he allegedly murdered Nicole Brown that he would have tossed it back in the tossed it back in the house that he would have been responsible. Yeah. Or he would wind up in the back of the famous white Bronco. (laughs) But those of you who are young, that was the car that OJ Simpson was driving when he was trying to escape from the police. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) but yeah, um, 
the glove, you know, you've heard the famous Johnny Cochran, the glove does not fit. You must acquit. Right. And, and it would have included other tragedies like the, um, the Oklahoma city bombing. Oh my God. Wow. That, that, Oh God, they were actually going to give Forrest cause you know, Jenny dies. Yeah. At the end of the first one that she was actually going to be given a, that they were actually going to give Forrest a girlfriend. Really? But they were going to give her a girlfriend who was going to be a nursery school teacher. And, and apparently she was, she would have been teaching nursery school, the nursery school inside the Alfred P. Murrah federal building in Oklahoma city. For those who don't know, that was the building that got blown up in 1995. Oh my God. (laughs) Of from domestic terrorism and for, and Forrest's girlfriend would have been killed in the blast. They would have done it as like, yeah. Oh, this is in poor taste of what they had planned. Um, What is it? They actually had a scene because apparently in they had planned that Forrest and his girlfriend were going to be meeting outside the building for lunch on the bench like they do every day. And he's sitting there waiting for her. And then the blast goes off. Oh, that would have been in such bad taste if they did that. Be like him sitting there goes, I was waiting for her. And then the bomb went off. Again, not making fun of that event. But that would have been in really poor taste. What do you think, JT? Totally, totally poor taste. And and then um and okay, a few things that happened. We'll get to the obvious. We'll get to the one that JT just stole from me. Sorry, um, man. I forgive you. Okay, one Tom Hanks originally didn't want to do it. Oh wow. Tom Hanks did not was reluctant. And he thought that Forrest Gump 2 would hurt the legacy of the original film. I agree with that. He said, I have to confess, I don't see this as a franchise. A sequel would ruin what we have done. It would be like Jaws 2. Oh, I don't blame you. That's and he would he would compare said it wouldn't be seen as a franchise and box of chocolates would have basically been the same as saying of Sean Connery saying I'm Bond, James Bond. And, and so what really killed it? And you said it was nine 11. Can you go into a little more detail? Can I go into a little more detail? You may go into a little more detail. (sighs) Well, basically, I, I don't really know much of that outside of what I said, but uh, when the September 11th, when the September 11th attacks happened 20 years ago, in the process of making this movie for like different ideas and stuff like that, they simply said, it's a different world now. We can't have it happen. I, that, that's the, all I know as far as that detail goes. But Well, there was actually a... There was... And now they're also saying that there was actually a script that was going to begin... Um, and the, 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 the screen was actually going to be 
that there was actually going to be a scene. The opening scene was going to be Forrest Gump watching the 9-11 attacks. Oh, my God. While he was waiting for his son to go home from school. Oh, wow. That uh, opening scene? Yeah, they, they were actually thinking after 9-11 um, because they actually literally handed in the script on September 10th, 2001. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then, okay, I think what happened was, okay, because it didn't, they actually literally hand in the script and Roth turned in the final draft and they were going, and because, oh, what I just brought up with the, um, here's a reason why, and, it, and this is from Screen Rant, when I just said that um, they had Forrest's girlfriend getting killed in the, Oklahoma City bombing that happened six years before 9-11. Oh, wow, yeah. Because before 9-11, the Oklahoma City bombing was the deadliest terrorist attack on American soil before 9-11. Wow. So they said that probably wouldn't age well. No. Not that I would... I'm comparing the two tragedies, but it's like... Yeah, I, I, I would, yeah. And it said Roth explained how on that day he met up with Zemeckis and Hanks, who eventually changed his mind about doing a sequel to commiserate about how life in America and how tragic it was. And now we and now with two major American cities still smoking, the trio decided that Forrest Gump 2 simply had no meaning anymore. And they would have. And what I just said about um, Forrest Gump like watching the 9-11 attacks on TV, waiting for his son to come home from school. Yeah. They, in 2007, they gave it another look and they had that idea. But then in 2008, they said, you know what? Some things are just made to be left alone. And, I agree with that. But you know what? Hear me out, folks. Maybe a Forrest Gump 2 sequel wouldn't be the worst thing. Like, like 30 years out. later? Like, you know, maybe have him and his son maybe going through, you know, going off to college and going through these historical events in our modern world, like 9-11, um, the election of Barack Obama, our first African-American president. Right, right. Yeah, 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 you could. And maybe going through, like, how when they had, like, all those people who died, have something good going, you know what? Then years later, that nice young man from, from Illinois was elected president. People liked him. <laughs> you know, I, another, I mean, another thing too could be like, because he, he lives down in Alabama. I mean, that's a borderline state of the Gulf. Maybe like they could do the BP Gulf spill of oil, yeah. you know, for a couple, I mean, that's one thing. I mean, I'm just saying if they were to do that, but. Yeah, but you um, know, getting back to like how it could with Obama's election going, you know, he could have said something along the lines of that it was a good thing that, because, you know, they showed in the first sequel, in the first Forrest Gump, they show the um, infamous in 1963 when George Wallace was standing outside the schoolhouse door at the University of Alabama. Right. And, and he was saying, and he goes to one of his classmates, goes, what's going on? And he goes, these are trying, they get trying to get in their school. And Forrest Gump going, coons? Well, mama just chased raccoons off the pillows. No, not them. You moron. N-words. No, we're talking about N-words. They want to go to school with us. He goes, with us? 
they do. Like, you know, he, he could have turned into something like, yeah, you know, someone like that nice young senator who would have been turned away all those years ago is now president. Right. Um, Anything's possible, man. And now, but you know, like the BP golf spill, that would have been because he was in the shrimping business. That would have been perfect. Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. Been absolutely perfect. Well done. Oh, oh, we got to start writing now, don't we? We got to start writing <laughs> and be like, and then something happened in the water. Oh my god. Um, then, but then, um, yeah, we're not making fun of these tragedies. We're just. We, we just could see what Forrest Gump, but you know, at the end of the day, do you think maybe it's a good thing Forrest Gump 2 wasn't made, or do you think maybe they could have went somewhere with it? Uh, I think some things are just left untouched. Like, it's like, how can you remake something that is widely regarded as perfection? Or, or not, not to remake, but add, add a story to it. Like, it's it's difficult. It's, a, it's an interesting one to pick up, Bill. Good for you. Because, yeah, I would have yeah, because I think, but again, I think that whole okay, the Oklahoma City thing, I think that is very poor taste when yeah. he's waiting out there for his girlfriend and she was a teacher in the building that blew up. I think that was very poor taste. And I can see why they scrap it because, again, the script was got turned in the day before 9-11 and probably after 9-11 happened, they're reading it. They're probably like, yeah, no. Yeah, so I mean, oh no, no, here's a fire. We're burning this script. Yeah. No, Eric Roth, bad Eric Roth, bad, better, better bad. Bro. Okay, to Eric Roth's defense, he didn't know this was going to happen. No, of course, to not. his defense, he didn't know this was going to happen. But I could see the studio saying, No, Eric Roth, bad. No, I can't believe you just wrote that. Bad. You either take that out or we're burning this script and we're roasting hot dogs over it. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's what I would do as a studio executive. I would say, you know what? Your script sucked. All right, who brought the hot dogs? Who brought the marshmallows? We're, we're burning your script and we're going to roast hot dogs and marshmallows over it. You'd be a great studio executive. I'm going to tell would. you. I would. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, overall, that sounds like a, this sounds like a good pick. I'm glad you picked it up. Um, all right, what's your next one? Asim said something on the earth. Asim of Earth said something on the chat board. And I, 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 as far as I know, they're making a third one, but Tron. Hmm. Tron 3. Now, for those of you who don't know, Tron Legacy is a sequel to the 1980 film, 1982 film Tron. It is a direct sequel to this film, whether people like to believe it or not. Um, I don't know. To be honest, Bill, I don't know much about Tron. This is where my, this is where my nerd gasm kind of ends. I don't but really I, know much about Tron either. So, but I do know that the Tron Legacy film. I mean, as far as I know, um, as far as I know, like they they wanted to do a third film. They are talking about a third. As far as I know, hold on, Tron three. I, I think they're they're talking about it. As far as I know, and Jared Leto is attached or something. I just I don't know. I've heard so much about this in the past, like by ten years. I don't know. Could it happen? Sure. Will it happen? I give it a 50-50 shot of Tron 3, to be honest with you guys. I give a 50-50 shot with Tron 3. I mean, like, let's say the first film, was, this, this first one was 82, then 1982. The second film, Tron Legacy, came out in what year was it? It was 2010. So you're talking 11 years ago. Are they going to make another Tron film? I have no 
idea. Phil, what, I mean, Phil, first off, what's your opinion of a Tron? A new, a, first off, do you like Tron? And secondly, were you, are you open to seeing another Tron film? Um, to be honest, I never seen any of the Tron movies, so I can't really speak to this matter. Okay. And, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know what I'm talking about, which I don't. <laughs> gotcha. And, and anyone in the chat board, feel free to help us out tonight with Tron. Um, as I'm worth, just jump back in for a sec. He said Tron 3 started planning immediately after Legacy came out, but was canned. So they apparently there is talk of it, but it got canned. I mean, and then I said last year, then last year they announced a third one. So, so did hold on, we're going to Google for a sec because yeah, now I'm, I'm curious about Tron 3. As far as I know, they're doing something with another Tron film. Will it come out and what will happen? I have absolutely no idea. But here's the last I got. As of August 2021, Tron 3 adds Dune production designer. Okay. So apparently Disney's got some stuff in store for Tron. I mean, also, let's, let's look at the box office of Tron Legacy. Uh, box office mojo. Box office mojo. Let's see how much it made. So, oh, so look, it made $400 million, Bill. Really? Tron made in, in the year it came out, which was 2010. It was one of the highest grossing films of that year, aside from Avatar. But uh, Tron Legacy made a total of, on a budget of $170 million, it made $400 million worldwide. Wow. So, I mean, there's room there that it made profit. Could the genius and mindset of Walt Disney say, huh, let's see where it goes from here? I think I'd be up for that. I have not seen either Tron film, but I will say, though, that I do think that this Tron movie could happen. I think the likelihood of it being there, and that I think Disney's smart enough to say, you know, we could keep this going if we want to. I think they might. I think they might, Bill. I hope so. Like I said, I'd never seen any of the Trons, but I'd be willing to give them a watch. Yeah, I mean, I mean the first film was 1982, and they made a sequel to it in 2010 called Tron Legacy. And then they made, and then they're talking about a third one. I mean, I, I, but my, I think my only thing is, Strike while the iron's hot. You do not want to do a Star Trek. Like I'll, I'll bring it up, I'll compare it to Star Trek for a second. Star Trek 2009 came out in 2009. You then the next film in the franchise came out four years later. You have to strike while the iron's hot. They made such a good film with Star Trek one. Star Trek in the darkness comes out and it's four years later. So it didn't do it did pretty well at the box office, but it could have done better if you make it sooner. Star Trek Beyond came out three years later. Okay, and it made money, but it didn't make a lot as much as Star Trek Into Darkness. They're going to do Star Trek Four, and I hope the budget's really low. It's like maybe $90 million. Pay the cast what they want and make the budget for $90 million, and then now you can make profit and make more films to appease the audiences. Because so far, the three Star Trek films have been great. I'm comparing that to Tron because Tron is one of these franchises that came out in 1982, 2010, if you're going to make one, do it sooner than later. That's my only thing with Tron. Um, Bill, what do you think about that? Like, does it, does, am I making sense by saying let's do Tron sooner than later? I agree with you. Yeah, so that's just my, my personal opinion. Um, ooh, 
Thank you, Hero of Time. Spider-Man 4. Guess what? To- we swiped right. <laughs> Hero of Time, we swiped right. Because I was actually thinking the same thing. Oh, my God. That's Hero hysterical. of Right of Time. You're, you're, a, you're a smart fella. You are a smart fella, my friend. Hero of Time, I'm giving you a high five through the camera tonight. Good job. I, I, um, we, we swiped right. We, okay, you know what, JT? Explain what swipe right means to our fr- new friend. So swipe right, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, swipe right means that we have the same topic on a different we have the same topic but we didn't know it was on each other's list so uh here of time uh good job you have swiped right with bill congratulations sorry jt mate i think it's best we see other people <laughs> oh damn it bill all right um, anyways um let's talk about spider-man 4 for a little bit we have talked about this a little bit on the mixed bag show here yeah but let's talk about it a little bit more i don't think we talked about spider-man 4 I mean, we actually have we you're right we haven't so why don't we talk about no 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 not, not Spider-Man film. let's talk about Spider-Man four that never happened okay well here's what happened um as we all know 2007 Spider-Man th- three was going to be released it did come out then it did get released and and we all know how what happened after that um critics didn't like it but. It was a it was the highest grossing superhero movie for one year because then some movie I'm sure you never heard of it it was some movie called The Dark Knight that came out the next year oh yeah took it over oh I don't think anybody heard of it UJT I mean, I, I, I think I've heard of it. I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. Me neither. <laughs> Some Batman film. Some guy named Heath Ledger was the Joker. Whatever. Batman, whatever. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. But anyway, all joking aside, what happened was they had Spider-Man 4 planned. But um, the they were actually going to have... They were actually going to have Black Cat played by Anne Hathaway. <laughs> and let alone years later, she would probably be in a, a sequel to that movie we never heard of, The Dark Knight, called The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, yeah, sure, totally, dude, totally. And she was going to be Catwoman. Oh, God, nobody's ever heard of that. But, yeah, I just think it's ironic. Yes, we've heard of these folks, film. We've heard of these, we've heard of these folks, people, films, People, we've heard, we've heard of, of these films, Bill. Don't worry. <laughs> we're, we're just, it's a joke, people. It's a joke. Did was MJ ever going to play anything or no? Was Kristen Dunst going to play anything? Um, I'm not 100% sure. Um, but um, it says right here, um, the it says because I've heard from a very, very dear friend of mine. Our good friend, Justin Favaro. Justin, shout out. We love you, buddy. Hope you can come back sometime. Because um, he told me that, because from what I'm reading right now from Screen Rant, props out to Screen Rant, who you've really been helping me with this tonight. Um, they actually um, had, they said right here, there was details weren't widely known. Um, but Justin told me that the the sequel was gonna have 
whatchamacallit. Um, John Malkovich's Vulture. John Malkovich's Vulture. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, John Malkovich's Vulture. And they got Mysterio or no? Yeah, they were going to have Mysterio. But what okay. they were going to do is is that, that they would have years later. Um, Peter and MJ were married, but then some. But then they were in the midst of, and they had kids, and they were in the midst of getting divorced. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's what um, that's mm. what allegedly happened. But wow, what I'm reading here, they had they said there were no really details released. Um. Um, Peter would have been grieving the death over would have been grieving Harry's death, trying to get his life mm. back on track, trying to reconcile with MJ. Yeah. But they really, yeah, they had Vulture, Black Cat, and Mysterio all, all in it. But and you know what? Like here's another thing, and you know what? Here's some of the things I'm got. I'm actually kind of glad this didn't happen. Um. It, if you've seen Spider-Man two and three, and it's mentioned in Spider-Man one, T, um, Peter's professor is Doctor Kurt Connors, aka the Lizard, who eventually becomes the Lizard. And you know, I'm sure because they did mention it in that he had some on-campus job with Connors in the first one, but it mentioned, oh, I got fired why? Because I was late, and. Connor and anyone who knows the comics like ooh Kurt Connors the lizard yep and when they showed him in Spider-Man 2 they're thinking ooh we're gonna have the lizard sooner or later okay because aside from Spider-Man 4 there was a fifth and sixth one being thought of as well yeah they, they, they thought this out guys and you know what like here's one of the things though the lizard I think even if they it sounded like they were gonna save him from either five or six probably this is what happens when you save someone too long. Yeah. Because, yeah, you had him mentioned in one, but you also had him shown in two or three. If you keep bringing him back, by the time we get to five, okay, he's the lizard now. You'd be like, okay, what freaking took you so long? Yeah. You know what I mean? What the hell took you so long to do that? Like, we, we've seen him for two freaking movies. And... I was going to say, if they're going to go through with it, they should have gone through with it in the fourth. If they were going to do the fourth, they should have done, done Lizard then. Yeah. But, um, yeah, what happened then was, and also Vulture, I really don't think it would have went well because here's where I think Sam Raimi's Spider-Man series went wrong. And here's where I think MCU went right. Is because in... Sam Raimi's, they did all the heavy hitters in the first ones. They did Green Goblin. They did Doc Ock. Yep. Then they did Venom, Sandman, New Goblin. You did the big ones. And then you had Vulture, which is kind of the more like lesser ones. Yeah. Which is kind of the more secondary ones. And the ones that are not really you know, the ones that are not really like iconic. Iconic. You're, you're basically going, guys, a step down. Yeah, whereas the MCU 
they started it off with Vulture and Mysterio. Yeah. And I think those are good starting villains. And yeah, okay, so why didn't Spider-Man 4 happen? Well, that's why, Bill. Okay. The release it was supposed to be released in May 2011. But yeah. then after failing to crack the story on multiple occasions, Sam Raimi then dropped out. Oh, makes sense. The last thing he wanted to do was rush something that yeah, I don't think he was liking the film where it was going. No, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't he say did so. Not like where it was going. Um he did not like where it was going, and he was not put in a position where he could be. And also, he was working on a lot of other projects. And then the studio needed to be actively in production on a news. So, so because, okay, I'm just gathering the info here. Couldn't come up with some, he couldn't really come. Because he had until the release date was going to be May 2011, and he couldn't come up with something he liked. And but there was a clicking time element because also around this one, Sony, I'm guessing their contract with the rights. Remember, kids, always remember your always know the film rights. Oh, yeah. Like under the terms of agreement that sold the Spider-Man rights to Sony, they needed to be actively in production on a new Spider-Man film every handful of years. And since basically Sam Raimi was basically having the director form of writer's block, he, they, they basically told you, dude, we're going to keep this going with, with or without you. And, and, and also, and also, there was also a click in time. Part of the, the deal with the rights was that if they did, if Sony did not produce a new film, they would either have, they would pro- most likely lose the rights. Sony, huh. when Spider Man 4 fell apart, Sony based their choices where they either had to do a reboot, which was, of course, the. The Amazing Spider-Man films, the two of them. Of course, the Amazing Spider-Man films, or they would lose the rights. So that's why Spider-Man 4 didn't happen. You know what? Speaking of Amazing Spider-Man, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to look this. I'm going to see why Amazing Spider-Man 3 didn't happen. Can I I chime in on that, too, while we're on Spider-Man? Perfect. The Amazing Spider-Man 3, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, um, to be released in 2018. Yeah, because the way that they had it going was now now we're shifting gears, guys. Uh, from Spider Man with just Tobey Maguire to Andrew Garfield, the amazing Spider Man one came out in 2012, the amazing Spider Man two was 2014, and then I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they were going to do 2016 and 2018, they were going to release it, try to release it every two years. Uh, released an amazing Spider-Man film then, and they were going to do a solo Venom movie, which later got reworked to the Venom film we have. And they were, were going to do a Sinister Six. Six movie, if I'm not mistaken. So that that just sounds amazing, but Amazing Spider-Man Two was not that great. Yeah, I'm trying to 
fine when happened. I had like a Marvel Films wiki, but there's one problem. It's in German. Oh, it's all right, Bill. Okay, okay. I, 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 I found I something. I found something. Okay, what do you got? For Amazing Spider-Man 3, what do you got? Okay, it was actually supposed to come out in May 2018. Oh, it was not 2016. Oh, June okay. 2018, sorry. No, it was, but it, was, it wasn't 2016? Oh, I must have been mistaken. It was supposed to come out. Um, This is from Amazing Spider-Man Wiki. Um, oh. Peter Parker was supposed to return. And... And Mary Jane Watson was supposed to be played by Shane Shaylin Woodley. Yeah, she's great. Shaylin Woodley. Yeah, you know who she's actually engaged to now? Who? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, god, really? The quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. That's so cool. Yeah. Um. But everything changes when Felicity Jones, Black Cat. Because if you if you saw Amazing Spider-Man two, Harry's like assistant is named is named is named Felicia Hardy, and I remember yeah. when I saw it with Justin, Justin's like, "Ooh, that's Black Cat." Yeah, yeah, I remember that. A ruthless madman, and Green Goblin, Dane DeHaan was coming back as Green Goblin, and. Oh, they were. Oh, Angelina Jolie was gonna be confirmed was confirmed to be in this movie, but huh. And they were actually gonna do a Spider Woman. Hmm. And also, yeah, the, the whole the Amazing Spider Man film series in general. Like they were, oh, they were I think really... I'm reading like a fan thing. I'm sorry, oh, folks. It's all right, Bill. Okay, I, I found some... something from canceled movies. So okay, because I, I was, yeah, this I, one's I... in English. It's in English. Good. Good. I remember some stuff too. If you want, I'll, I'll explain some stuff too. Okay, it was so, actually okay. Go on. No, I was gonna say that the Amazing Spider-Man one and two, with the Amazing Spider-Man, that was actually I, I like that one personally, um, but the Amazing Spider-Man two. Um, was it's it just did it did it didn't do his job as being a good movie instead it set itself up it said instead it was trying to set up so much it just lacked as being a good movie um that's where i saw it as flaws personally now that being said the amazing spider-man 3 was supposed to was supposed to be another continuation of that story and the amazing because they announced the amazing spider-man 4 do you remember this no i didn't hear this they announced the amazing spider-man 4 as well like they were going to do like an amazing Spider-Man quadrilogy of four films. And then they also announced uh, amazing Spider-Man sinister six. They, they planned on doing a sinister six movie. Do you remember this? Oh yeah. They actually, I remember the Sony Spider-Man two when yeah, Sony announced that they were going to do a, a sinister six movie in the amazing Spider-Man universe. A villain movie. And it was like an unheard thing. Spider-Man, you had the mysterious guy. Yeah, and like around and he's talking to now Dr. Connors after he became Lizard and he's like, leave Peter Parker alone. Yeah. And then he sees and then he's like talking with um, Harry Osborn going, I'm putting together a team. I want your help. Yeah. And that like, ooh, Sinister Six. And then 
And you know what's another reason that um that it got canceled? A few reason is the Sony hacks. Yep, that was a big thing too. The Sony hacks was a big thing. And here's something I'm gonna give Andrew Garfield credit for too. Yeah. He actually admitted he said, you know what? I'm too old to play Spider-Man now. He actually is. Because like here's why, even though Tom Hardy is a few years older than Peter Parker is in the film, he can get away with playing a 16, 17 year old kid because Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire were like in their late twenties, early thirties when they were playing Spider-Man. Yeah. And another thing is, is, and that's what led to the reboot. And that killed the, whatchamacallit. The Amazing Spider-Man. That killed the Amazing Spider-Man. So, yeah. yeah, So both Batman and Spider-Man got... Yeah, crazy. Um, Just to want to quick jump in the chat board for a second. Thank you for all of you guys who were chatting with us. Uh, Sinister Six would have been good and bad at the same time here of time. I'm not sure exactly what you mean by that, but I think that... I think... I, I think I do actually know what you mean by that. I think that good, good and bad meaning would have been a good premise to see all six villains on screen, but I think it may have been, it may have been a bad film because there may be too many cooks in the kitchen kind of thing. Who knows? Uh, another thing I just want to point out as well. Uh, he said that there was a rumor that Mr. Dickovich in the original Spider-Man films was a retired Craven the Hunter, and it was in, in early drafts of one of the scripts. That was a rumor that he confirmed with us, which is crazy. That Mr. Dickovich in the original Spider-Man films was a retired Craven the Hunter for the Sam Raimi films. What do you think about that, Bill? Before we go, what were you saying? Want anything else? Um, can you repeat that, please? Yeah. So you remember the character Mr. Dickovich or Peter Parker is Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker, uh, his like like building owner who like he has to pay rent to. Yeah. There was a rumor in that in one of the earlier drafts of the scripts. This is what I'm reading. That he was a retired Craven the Hunter. Hmm, interesting. I mean, I, I mean, that was, I mean, in one of the scripts. I mean, that's just what I, what Hero of Time is telling us. Thank you again for filling us in on that. Um, I mean, overall though, like, oh, and also he says, I heard that the Sinister Six movie would have been would have been, been taking place in the Savage Land with Craven Hunter. That sounds pretty good. I, I could get behind that. Um, now will they still do a Sinister Six movie? I have no idea. I mean. They announced it. They didn't have any dates for it, though. Because they, they were trying to build up like a Spider-Man universe of just Spider-Man and villains. Because Venom and... They were going to do a Spider-Woman movie at one point. I know that. Uh, that got canned, I think. So there's all these projects that were going to try and do a Spider-Verse, really. Without like... Not not like into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse but like a live-action Spider-Man universe with like Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man just floating around with like, uh, you know... Spider Woman, a Black Cat movie. You know, they were trying to do stuff like that for a while. And they just all got derailed once Marvel joined their team. So, um, any other comments, Bill, for Spider Man or Amazing Spider Man or Sinister Six and all about anything else? Uh, no, not really. All right. Well, I think, I, do you have any other topics you want to talk about before we call it? Or no, you know? I, I, I think we're. We co- we talked about it a lot tonight. We, we 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 went for about like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, I I think we're good. What do you think? I think we're good. I think so. I think that's gonna do it for us tonight, guys. Thank you again. Thank you to everyone who watched, who listened. 
You guys are amazing. We are so grateful to have you guys a part of the Superview team here. Um, for those of you who are just wondering what's going on, all that stuff too, that you guys are just awesome. We we love having that you guys on during the live chat. We love having you guys listen to us as a podcast. So that will do it for us tonight here on this Wednesday, October 6th, 2021. Hopefully you guys enjoyed your night with us. Thank you so much for watching, of course. And if you haven't already, subscribe to this YouTube channel. We do this all the time. If you haven't already, so follow us on Spotify Podcast. And if you haven't already, shameless plug for this guy right here. Follow Sports, Sports Insanity Podcast. Podcast. We are on all platforms. Check us out. We're awesome. And don't forget to check out both Thursday Night Gridiron, which is which is yours truly is on and also Sunday sideline report on yeah. Sundays at 10 15. Please check us out. We're awesome. Yeah, they are. They, they, if you're, if you're looking to do anything, hear anything in the world of sports, whether with the Yankees, the Rangers, by the, the Rangers are doing well tonight. They're up five one. Just letting you know our good man, Joe Wiley. I wanted to tell you at the end of the chat, um, but yeah, so thank you so much everyone for watching and listening. You guys are outstanding. And we will see you guys next week with another topic of mixed bag right here on the Superview Show. You guys were awesome. And uh, yeah, and look for our one year coming up in a couple weeks on October 20th as our one year of mixed bag. So crazy. We did it for a a year already. It's insane. I can't believe we've been doing this for a year and YouTube has not kicked us off. I know. Can't believe it. Thank you so much for watching everyone. You guys are the best. So 